0: Are you ready to listen to a podcast? Podcast. Here comes the Playhouse Podcast. Thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Find, subscribe, and listen. I have something very special for you today, Kat. You
1: do? Is it a gift?
0: It actually is a gift. It's a cerebral gift. It's an audio gift. Got an email (laughs) from your husband yesterday. And he said, this may or may (laughs) not. Make my wife cry.
1: Why would he want to make me cry? Why would you want to make me cry? It's little well, messed up. I
0: think that's obvious. So I'm going to give you the opportunity right now to say yes to hearing this audio that I have.
1: I don't want to cry.
0: Or no.
1: Well, now I'm curious as to what he could possibly have because I haven't. I don't. Cry. I cry once a year.
0: Have you cried yet this year?
1: I don't think so.
0: Okay, with your permission, I press the button.
1: <laughs> it won't make me cry, but go ahead. Hi, Mama, love you. I I like the days oh we God. go and do stuff and get some haircuts. And I like to cuddle with you, and then and I like when when I do things with you and go to Chipotle with you, <laughs> that makes me happy, oh. really happy, because you're my mama hugs and kisses,
0: I'll always be your baby boy mama, and I love you so much, happy birthday to you, Aww. she's well enough, guys, Thank we got her, you. she's well enough.
1: Oh, my God. We got her. Ah. The tears are happening. You are so dumb. You are just.
0: Your husband sent it to me yesterday. What a turd. Listen, I was working out when this email came through. I need a tissue. Yeah. And I got tears in my eyes. You did. Yes. Oh, my God. When he said that, the the part about I will always be your baby. I was like, oh, my God. So, like. I'm there grunting uh. through a set trying to listen to this. <laughs> oh. And he, he said he was going through some old audio and just kind of like clearing up space on the network. Yeah. And it was from Liam. This was 2017.
1: He was. Five, he's going to be 11. You yeah. guys. He's going to be 11 in July. That just blows my mind. Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> Why would you do that this early? You said I, I could. You said you? you wanted to hear the audio. I need a minute. All right. Pull it together. Hear, what? It's not you that. You
1: can't
2: hear something. That <laughs> can't pull it together.
1: Oh, my God. Every mom knows this feeling. you are just like, what the hell? How is life going
0: so fast?
1: I got to get you back.
0: <laughs> that's your revenge. <laughs> you went from sad, happy to revenge that fast. You be a gentleman and offer me a tissue. To I don't have any tissue? tissue. I don't. Uh, well, nobody cries around here. There aren't any. T- I can give you a Clorox there are no wipe.
1: In this studio? There's a
0: Clorox wipe here that's got probably bleach on it. Uh, you
1: want that? No, I don't want a Clorox wipe. Ew, that's been on his head. It'll dry. Your husband's apparently
0: a crip. He's got a blue bandana in here. So, uh, well, I just thought it was something you'd probably want to hear.
1: Oh, that little voice. Hi, Mama. Love you.
0: Do that. Thank you, Janet.
1: It is so sweet.
0: I'd like to welcome Jessica to the show. Hi, Jessica. How you feeling? Good
1: morning. I'm good. (laughs) Do you remember that? It's me. Jessica, do you What's remember that? that? From? No. Do <laughs> you remember that? Mario. It's no, it's Jessica from Hot Chick with with Rob Schneider. I don't where know he if I ever saw that. It's me. I avoid I, a lot of Rob
0: I was Schneider. Say, sadly, I've
2: not. Yeah, I haven't watched that one. Yeah, both of you guys need to Good. step it up. Apparently,
0: we're the cerebral ones around here, Jessica. Sure. So the game. <laughs> is uh, radio Hi, <laughs> rock, paper, scissors. Here's how it's going to work. Uh, we all know the, uh, the kids game. You got to beat Cat two out of three times. She is the champion of the world. Do so, you claim the crown and a whole bunch of swag out of the prize closet we're trying to clean out. Any questions? No questions. All right, I'm going to go one, two, three, shoot, and then you guys are each going to throw down your rock, paper, or scissors. Again, your objective, beat Cat two out of three rounds and become a winner. So, Cat. And, Jessica, round one in one, two, three, shoot. Rock. Paper. Aww. Uh, we got a smarty pants on our hands. We'll uh, see. This one is for the dub. This could be a quick end to the game. The world champion might go down in one fail swoop. One, two, three, shoot. Rock. Two,
1: three. <laughs> oh, <No. laughs> are you the monster? Um, oh,
2: are you?
0: Jessica, hey. Jessica. Um. I think the key to this is just wait a quick second because with the phone delay, I think you'll be able to hear what she says and then counter it pretty easily and it'll still sound natural.
2: Yeah. And I did. I tried and Mm. I still
0: think (laughs) 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 All right. This one's for the dub. One of you will be crowned the new world radio rock, paper, scissors champion. Jessica and Kat. One, two, three, shoot. Paper. Rock. No. Ah uh, Jessica. <laughs>
1: Jessica. <It's> me, Jessica. <laughs> I love it. It always works out for me, you know, like that's life. It always works out for Jessica,
0: me. Jessica, there are gonna be thousands of people that heard this and knew that you just could yeah, pull it together. Wow. And then way
1: more because I'm going to put it in the podcast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: my man. kids are Jessica. listening and they're in yeah. middle school, so oh, all my. their friends
0: are going to hear. The trauma. Uh, you know, for that, we're going to still get you some goodies because we had planned on giving away some stuff, but because uh, you took the embarrassment so well, if you hang on, I'll make sure you get loaded down, okay? I appreciate oh, it. Thanks and I, a lot, guys. You're so welcome. Right. I really hope the rest of your day goes better than this. I know you've mentioned it, and otherwise I wouldn't bring it up, but you've admitted that you've got sometimes some RBF. Um, no, you tell me. No, you've said it. You no, said uh, you sometimes tell I me. I didn't realize this has happened to me now three times in the last two weeks where I'd seen people at the gym that I knew. And they've told me that I looked unapproachable because I was just all business. Yes. And I'm like, well, I, I like getting, listen, I've had, I've had gym memberships where I knew a ton of people at the gym and it just ended up being like a two and a half hour thing. I like getting in there, changing hour, maybe a 75 minute workout, being 90 minutes is my limit, right? I only want to spend 90 minutes of my day thinking about exercise. So yesterday at the gym, kind of getting done. And I realize I'm working out right next to my dentist. Oh. And I go, hey, what's going on, man? How are you? He goes, I see you here every day, but you look like you don't want to be approached. I go, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Like, I didn't realize. I just, I literally put my buds in. I put a headband on to keep the sweat out of my face. I put my hood up, and I just want to be me. And uh, and I said, well, you know, how are things? I haven't seen you in four months, (laughs) and I'll be back soon. And he goes, you know, I saw you here two months ago. And all these times since, and I keep thinking to myself, I'm going to come up with something super funny to say to him. I go, all right, you've had two months. What do you got for me? And he goes, well, you know, you guys are pretty well-known, kind of big celebrities. How do you feel about autographs? And I go, you're kidding me. I go, you, you work on my teeth or whatever. He goes, no, not you. I want to get Cat's autograph. <laughs> and I was like, all right, all right. I thought it was pretty funny. All right, I'll sign this Yeah, shirt, okay. and uh, I thought it was pretty funny and witty. And uh, and so, yeah. I'm going to so write. I'm oh, you know what I'm
1: going to write? I'll see you
0: at tooth 30. So I, I guess the reason I brought this up is I'm now looking for a new dentist.
1: Normally, you have Fox Nine. Why did you switch it to 45 yesterday?
0: Oh, the locked up. The TV was all locked up. It was their, their signal was coming through. It was just a picture of somebody's foot for like five minutes.
1: Um, have so you? So I
0: switched it up a little bit.
1: So I was sitting here and I was doing some work on your side. So I was watching the TV, and on channel 45, there's a show called Highway Through Hell. Have you watched that? No. It's like where these big, um truckers or what do they do? They like get trucks out of ditches. So they're like tow trucks. Yeah. Okay. But they're massive vehicles. Let me find. Yeah. Like the ones that get.
0: Yeah. I mean, I've seen some of those big haulers that get like the semis and buses and stuff out of ditches. They're monster.
1: So there's a guy and I'm trying to find his face. He is so handsome. Here he is. Okay. So this picture doesn't do him justice, but maybe this one, he has like amazing teeth. I don't know if they're fake crystal blue eyes. He has that like rough Sam Elliott look about him. But I'm like, you are too hot to be doing that. He's too hot for that business.
0: What should he be doing? I don't Pleasuring know. you? No, <laughs> no,
1: don't ever say that again. Gross. No, he should think? be like hawking cigarettes or something in oh, an I, ad.
0: You're just hot enough to sell me a bunch of cancer is what you're saying.
1: That's what he looks like. He looks like he could I don't know. He's so hot. What is his name even? I don't even know his name. I wouldn't even mystery, call him by his name.
0: Mystery tow truck driver guy with the blue eyes. I'd
1: just say like, "Here, get get over here." And <laughs> I would talk to
0: And I'm sure he would go, "Right away, ma'am."
1: So, in radio, it's very rare to find someone super hot.
0: Everybody's fugly.
1: We're made for radio. Yeah. That's what they say. You have a face for radio. My uncle says it every single time he sees me.
0: Oh, it's funnier every oh, time you, I hear it, too. You guys
1: have a face mm-hmm. for radio. You ever heard that? Never heard it ever. Thanks, Uncle Jeff. But I want to know, are you too hot per, for your profession? Oh, God, no. Maybe you work at, like, a, let's say a fast food joint, but you're, like, a smoke show. And, like, everyone points it out. Like, you're too hot to work here. Not to say that you have to be ugly to work that profession but i'm just saying i'm not the hottest chicken radio surprise to people were you
0: hoping i was going to stand up for you right there
1: <laughs> you didn't even make eye contact with me so i figured that, that, that was out of the question the only
0: thing that comes to mind i had um i had a membership to gold's gym once okay and like gold's gym is like world renowned as the the greatest muscle gym In the world, all the bodybuilders from Arnold's day, they would always have those Gold's Gym tank tops on and stuff like that. And I I liked working out there because it was mostly just really like serious people. And the guy that ran it, though, he had to have been like, I bet you close to 400 pounds. Uh Like he was not fit. And it always weirded me out. I'd come and I'd sign in. I'd scan my thing. And he'd be like, hey, how's it going today? I'd be like, it's great, Jeff. And uh, But he didn't look fit. And I finally got around to talking to somebody there and I asked, well, what goes, what gives it the guy that owns the gym? So he used to be a professional bodybuilder Oh, and it was either he, maybe it was his back or he like squatting, like 700 pounds, like snapped a body part uh-huh. and couldn't recover. Like the guy can't, he could barely walk down the stairs. Oh, that's
1: like, really sad. Like he was
0: so debilitated and wanted to stay in the business that he loved so much So then ended up buying the gym, but really couldn't exercise at all. And it just kind of got away from him. Yeah. And so I always kind of had a soft spot in my heart. Like this guy is taking what was the worst day of his life, owning a gym, running it really well and hoping that other people can do fitness. But I wouldn't have ever said he was like too hot for his job.
1: I think it's okay to toot your own horn if you want to text us a picture real quick of like yourself, a little selfie and say where you work. And what you do, maybe you are like a, a snowplow driver and you're just like a smoke show of a chick. You have like blonde hair. You're gorgeous. But this is that's the profession that you chose.
0: You really think that guy's too hot to drive a, a tow truck?
1: He's very good looking. Like these pictures are not doing what they should for you to understand.
0: All right, let's see your mug. Let's hear your job. We'll determine whether you're too hot for it
1: okay so i wanted to cut this off at the head you know that story that got out of control and people still believe it was it tony dungy that just posted about the litter boxes in school they're not gonna oh, put litter boxes in no. school it was a joke somebody made it up and put it as looking as a credible story and people hooked
0: onto it deep in discussion with piles of middle-aged white men yeah. that were outraged by the fact that they're putting litter boxes in schools for the furries. Someone
1: made it up to get you angry and you were angry. So I wanted to stop this altogether. There was a rumor that there was a Norwegian activist group out there, the Transcultural Mindfulness Alliance, TCMA, and they called for Aretha Franklin's hit from 68, uh, You Make Me Feel Like a Natural Woman. We all love this song.
2: Before the day I made you oh, so I was so uncanny God,
1: that boy is.
0: This has been in so many commercials, though, too. I think they sell everything from frying pans to trucks.
1: Oh, my God.
0: They are not protesting this it song, was a they were just joke. trolling you.
1: Yes, and so many people, they fall for it. So before you look uh, foolish. Make sure that you do your research and definitely make sure you do your research with what questions you asked Tom Brady because he sat down for uh, a podcast interview called Let's Go. By the and way, this is
0: his podcast. I
1: know. And so obviously they knew not to ask this dumb question. Tom, you're
0: leaving everybody guessing. And uh, you said you'll take your time. Do you have any type of a timetable as to what you might want to do regarding your football career? Jim, if I knew what I was gonna f- do, I'd have already f- done it. Okay, I'm taking it day at a time. I sense you're antagonized by the question. <laughs> They're scratching. It's We're only the question that everybody wants to hear. you are scratchy. <laughs> I
1: didn't even know he knew the F word. That was that, That's a bit jarring when you hear somebody say a word well, like so, that and you don't expect right, it. Right,
0: seeing Mr. Rogers naked.
1: Yeah, or your teacher at Target. You're like, whoa, I
0: didn't <laughs>
2: even know they
1: left the school. Uh, the chairwoman of the Food Standards Agency in England is saying that uh, workers are being sabotaged by their own co-workers when they bring sweets into work. We are being encouraged to avoid tempting our work colleagues when
0: returning from holidays and leave the junk food at home the UK's food standards agency is comparing bringing cake into the office to passive smoking sugary snacks can be detrimental to people's health and well-being of course they can be everybody knows that though it's a little bit different than smoking like I have
1: no willpower whatsoever. If somebody throws some quick trip dunkers in, and I know who it always is it's this Listen, old guy down here but that brings a dozen in, and I'm a, like, don't do that. You're a
0: victim, and I don't usually tell people that they're victims, but you're a victim here, Cat, and you're a victim of the culture. No, you. I'm I'm gonna be dead serious here. You're you're a victim of a radio culture that for decades. Has always threatened on-air people with, it. "Well, you could be fired today." So what do we do? Because we're underpaid and we don't have any job security. We eat everything we, we get, can. everything we steal, <laughs> everything. And if something's free, we take two of them. It's so true. You are a byproduct of the crap culture that has happened in this business for decades.
1: Yeah. Like Cindy will put out outdated Christmas stamps that I can't put on cards and mail because they're old and, and aren't in circulation. I'm just anymore. older, so but I'll, I'll past take it. them. I take them. And I put them in my Christmas bin where they'll sit and never get used. Your I,
0: son, so right. Your son is going to have to, when you die, look at this and go, "Why would my mom have taken this stuff?" Yes. And then she's he's going to realize you're a product of a horrible culture. You're a byproduct. It's, and I, I'm older than you, so I got past it faster.
1: Why are you comparing to me like hoarders buried alive? Like a, a is, woman was going through no, a con- trash bag and she was taking out floss that her kids were throwing out, and she was putting them aside so she could clean the floss. And put them back in their bag. You have no
0: control over it. It's a, it, it's like giving heroin to a baby. Oh it, when they put free donuts out in our in our room, yeah. You have been suppressed for so long financially and emotionally so that you take two of everything that's free. I've been stealing from this company for decades.
1: It makes so much <laughs> sense. It truly does.
0: I got a glimpse at what tattoo you got. Can you describe (laughs) this? Can you even
1: imagine if all three of us got that tattoo? Describe
0: this for everybody if they can't see it right now.
1: So we're foodies, okay? And we are so excited for the new ramen joint. Everybody's been snapping about it. It's just like driving Liam crazy. Um, We tried to duplicate like fun ramen bowls, but we just can never do it right. So we need to go to the pros. So uh, we're going to go there for Valentine's Day. I'm very excited. Um, and so that is the tattoo that he found online. It is, uh, it's actually kind of artsy. It's not ugly. So if we each got it somewhere on our body, obviously it would have to be hidden. But it's a bowl of noodles and it has chopsticks kind of up in the air, <laughs> swirling the noodles. Then it has like uh, seaweed, paper, and then the swirly little design, the egg, and then some lettuce. He's like, I really want your 11-year-old
0: son wants to get matching tattoos of a bowl of ramen with you yeah. and your husband.
1: And Derek goes, that is ridiculous. And then Liam secretly, when Derek wasn't looking, Derek had his shirt off and Liam took a picture of his back.
0: Oh, he's got tattoo. The-
1: and he goes, that's ridiculous. Maybe, <laughs> maybe your tattoo is ridiculous. But I love the idea that he wants to have a tattoo matching tattoo with his parents. Like, that's huge. If we reach eighteen and he still wants to, I'm getting it.
0: My oldest son and my daughter have matching tattoos.
1: That's really cute. Yeah. And what does it say again? It's take like, the
0: long way home. Take the long way home. So what what the deal would be is my friend or my son would be out partying with his friends. Yeah. And my daughter would go pick him up all the time and sober cab all his friends home. Yeah. And he'd be the last one in the car with her. And he'd always be like, oh, let's not go home late. It'd take the long way home. Yeah. Which would always usually mean let's go through a McDonald's drive-thru or something like Whatever. that. Whatever. That's and a so cute one. it was bond. just their thing. And I thought that was kind of cool. So the question we have for you this morning is, do you have matching tattoos with someone? And if so, like, what's the meaning? So Daria has been on hold and she's got a million tattoos she was telling us about. So let's narrow it down to one. Which one do you think means the most? Um, The
2: most meaningful one is... Probably, like, they all mean something, but I guess the most meaningful one to me is the serotonin and dopamine. Um, oh, and I have it on my wrist. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it. Focus, um, focus
0: here, focus. Now, which one the means the most? <laughs> focus. I would say the serotonin and dopamine. Uh, and, and who does that match with?
2: Uh, my best friend, Maria, who is in California.
0: If you rub the tattoo, do you think she could feel it right now? Absolutely not. That's not a real thing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Talking about tattoos, Cat's son, Liam, has come up with the idea at uh, nearly 11 years old that they should all, everyone in their family, Cat, Derek, Liam, should all get matching tattoos. And they wanted something really, really meaningful. Something that <laughs> when they get later in life, people will ask them about and it will be a heartfelt story that they can share with them to inspire. The tattoo is... A bowl of ramen.
1: (laughs) We're foodies and he loves ramen, like dressed up ramen, not the plain old in the cup of soup. He likes to dress it up with stuff. So uh, we're going to go check out that ramen place. And he goes, listen, I found the best tattoo idea when when I'm 18. Where would you get yours? All that probably on my butt cheek. I got to hide it (laughs) forever and ever. But the fact that it would be something that would bond us together. I don't know if I could say no to him at 18 <sighs> if he still wanted to do that.
0: So the objective this morning is searching for people that have matching tattoos with somebody else and then find out what the reason behind that is. Marcus, what's the tat?
2: So me and my ex-wife have a matching tattoo on our left wrist. It's our boy's names and in the infinity symbol.
1: Oh, that's really Aww, cute. Like, that. like love lasts forever.
0: Uh, uh, well, so it, you signed it, the but... divorce papers, right? <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: All right. and uh, And so... I, how do you explain this to people when you meet them for the first time? Do you tell them it's the the ex wife thing, or do you just tell them it's only about the kids?
2: Uh, I do, but they usually don't catch it all right away. It's on. I have a whole Viking sleeve on my left arm, yeah. So oh it's gosh. at the bottom of my sleeve. How long did that so, take
0: to get done? Uh, uh it was a course of two years. Cool. Okay.
1: You know what I love? I love the um, when it comes to people's kids, like when they put their sonogram heartbeat mm-hmm. or whatever, and then you can scan it in that. App and then it'll play it back for you. Like tattoos are crazy, like that. I days. did have
2: a friend who wants to get the QR code. Like <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sign up to win. Sign up to win. You're so funny. I
0: like that one. You're the best. Thanks, Marcus. Appreciate you sharing today. Hi, Dominique. How we feeling?
2: Pretty good. How are you?
0: Great, thank you. What's the tat?
2: Me and my sisters have a dolphin on our shoulder.
1: Okay, and what does it stand for? Just a dolphin.
2: The dolphins, you know, they are usually calm animals. They try to help or whatever. So we just have, we're pretty calm when we eat together. And and they're delicious. Have you ever
0: had dolphin?
2: What is wrong with you? <laughs> 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 I ask
1: that daily.
0: <laughs> but what what do you think it would taste like? Would it be more gamey or fishy?
2: No, that's six
0: regular sushi. Don't try to venture up too much. I agree. With you. Hey, right, can right.
1: you send us a picture of it? Send yeah, yeah.
0: Photo. yeah. Uh, thank you, Dominique. I appreciate it. I'm trying to hustle through these. Hi, Alyssa. How are you doing?
2: I'm doing pretty good.
0: Thanks for being on the show. What is the tat?
2: Uh, me and my sister actually have four matching tattoos.
1: Oh, wow. All right, so four times you went in, or did you get them all done, like, at the same time?
2: Uh, four times we went, and I have over 35 tattoos. Oh, my god! So what
0: are the matching ones? What are they all, uh, what are they?
2: They're, I mean, meaningful to us, not meaningful to other people. We have the Equitas and Veritas from the Boondock Saints. Oh, sure. Uh, we each have a half a heart that match together. Um, I have the Emblem of the Jedi Knights. She has the Star Trek uh, transmitter. Nerd. <laughs> and then I have Mario and Player One, and she has Luigi and Player Two. I, I can like dig that one. That, one. that, that one's, one's cool. super
0: unique. Uh, and Speaking
1: of the hearts that go together, there was somebody that texted in a photo or a photo of their tattoo, and there was pieces of toast with hands. And so when they put their arms together,
0: the oh, toast was holding that's hands. that's Funny that and, and the, the half hearts. Where are they? Because could you put them together?
2: Yeah, my, well, mine is on my uh, right arm. I think hers is on her left. Okay. Nice.
0: I like that. And uh, and so. the other 35 tats out of all the other 31 that you still have, if there's one that you could keep and the rest we'd have to eliminate, which would it be?
2: I can't do that.
0: Come on. Got to do it. Um, you pick
2: your favorite kid. I know. I, well, I could probably do that. Yeah, I can do that. that. No problem. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't even have to think
0: about that. All well, right. thank stuff. you for calling Thanks, in. That's Alyssa. awesome. We appreciate it. I've got time for one more real quick. Hi, Beth. Where's, uh, what's the tat first off?
2: Hi, um, it's the GPS coordinates of my lake place, like the lake that we have a cabin on. That's awesome. It's matching. Yeah, it's matching with my best friend. It's where we met. And we met when I was like five and she was like three. And we've been friends ever since I'm 31 now. See, there's so um,
1: much thought that goes into that. I'm going to give you my sister's phone number because it's almost humorous. Like her explaining why there's a huge elk head on her thigh. (laughs) Like listen, it's a beautiful,
2: majestic. It's to
0: scare any gentleman suitor. That's what it is. He's like he's gonna you're gonna think twice once you see it. Um, (gasps) Now, is that the only tat you have then?
2: It is. Um, She had to convince me to get a tattoo with her because I was like, dude, it has to be something really meaningful that I want on me for my whole life. And she came up with the GPS coordinates of the lake. And I was like, all right, I'm in.
0: Where on your body is it?
2: It's on my left wrist and hers is on her right wrist. And we oftentimes walk like arm in arm. So that was the significance of that.
0: Are you uh, are you absolutely sure this is exactly where your lake place is? Did you do the research, or are you just kind of close?
2: <laughs> no, we did the research. All right. It is it is like if you look it up, it's the GPS coordinates of like the middle of the lake.
0: Oh, so it's really not the lake place; it's just the middle of the lake. <laughs>
2: You need to bury some treasure. Yeah, or that's what when you,
0: when you started talking about the GPS coordinates, I thought it was going to be like it's in a hidden spot, like right on my like right on my panty line, where people aren't going to know about it until <laughs> I'm dead, and then I buried a whole bunch of treasure in this jeep. That would be super hey, cool. Don't
1: say panty again. Thank oh, you for calling. No. Appreciate it.
0: That was awesome. Have a great morning.
1: When Brian and Jennifer last long, they left their kitchen, went to bed. They live in Cincinnati. They woke up in the morning only to walk. Past their iPhone 4 that had burst into flames. I see
0: a video of it actually going up in flames like that was was crazy. I mean, it, it was pretty scary because we always have that
2: counter a mess with. Schoolwork and books and. I'm assuming the battery was so degraded that it overheated. Mm-hmm. But they basically, in so many terms, um, called the device that had the issue vintage, and that they do not expect their customers to be using their products after seven years. Jeez, not
1: see any androids in the headlines today, but that's uh... okay. Either way, very good conversation to have with your teens that do.
0: Have their phone fall asleep on the bed yep. or in their uh, pile of clothes right next to the bed.
1: I've had this conversation with Liam so much. We always plug his phone in. We have like a central charging station in our kitchen, and he goes and plugs it in out there. But you know, when he gets older, I'm like, if you put that under your pillow, your whole head could start on fire, buddy. And you have a massive head of hair. So Can you even imagine? <laughs> you a giant so head. I try to, to burn. scare him. Yeah. All right. So for Valentine's Day, if you're wondering what to do go to a movie the 25th anniversary of the release of titanic will be in theaters 3d
0: by the way so we're putting it out for the
2: 25th anniversary and then the question was okay what's the date well the date that made sense to me
0: was valentine's day because in the original release we came out a few days before christmas but the highest grossing single day was valentine's day very unusual for a film that's been in the marketplace for two months to have its biggest single performing day on valentine's day there you go valentine
1: Valentine's Day. Go ahead and uh, get some popcorn and just watch a vintage classic. It is a love story. They're
0: doing it in 3D, you said this year.
1: Yeah. Um, Speaking of Valentine's Day, I have on my Facebook page, if you want to go check it out, we have stclouddeals.com through work. And every payday, I go there and I save 40% on like anything. And this is not just an endorsement. I want to save you money. And I, I created this like guy's gift guide. And how to tailor-make your Valentine's Day and then save a crazy amount of money in the process. So everything from flowers to dinner to gifts. Go ahead and check that out and then save some money. She will never know. You're welcome. All right. So wild turkey on the loose yet again in Coon Rapids. <laughs> and this woman is just terrorized. They, they've they named it Reggie, by the way. Goes
2: up my stairs and tries to get in my house. When I leave in the car, follows me in my car, <laughs> It gets on the back of my husband's truck and follows me. It rode to Chipotle with me one time. The kids that walk to the bus stop every morning, I have to come out and help them. But now they're smart and they sticks <laughs> that's our
1: that that's the face of this Minnesota today people
0: think we're all such a he bunch of a Chipotle
1: with me my, the kids got the sticks now <laughs> truck.
0: I'm sure that living in Alaska is great I'm sure there are I mean I've seen the TV shows the view is amazing but I draw the line at the fact that if my kids have to go to school, they might get eaten by a polar bear. It's
1: kind of like Florida with the signs that say, watch your children. Gators are Gators about. Be hungry. Yeah. Right next to the school crossing sign. That's too much for me. Could I you imagine, couldn't handle that. Could
0: you imagine dropping young Liam off at the bus stop only to know that he might not make it to school because he was breakfast for a polar bear?
1: No. I can't.
0: Jesus, what are we doing here?
1: I know, that's what happened. I was reading about it and it was a school in Wales, Alaska and these kids are just making it inside their small one-room schoolhouse and the principal sees this polar bear bounding behind these kids, shuts the door just in time and they watch the polar bear walk away. But this, this thing has been like <laughs> hunting around this small Alaskan town forever so... You gotta almost to arm your children, right? Or have somebody walk with them that with a shotgun or a tranquilizer or something. Uh, a
0: tranquilizer isn't going to stop it fast enough. You got to probably shoot that thing in the face with a twelve gauge.
1: Wow. Uh, but you're in their world. You know, it's like something. I don't expect. know if the
0: polar bears come to town. That's our world now.
1: It was their world it long was before their it world. was our world. I get
0: that, but they got to adapt too. There's an agreement here. We're living in a society. I know a
1: lot of people get nervous about their kids getting to school. Some kids have to walk along a highway to get to school or wait at their bus stop, which is very busy uh, next to a busy road. My boonie dog story is, is one that we tell often when we're with our parents, because I'm like, how could you put my sister and I in this position? So I'm living in Guam and this is not of my life as a movie, by the way. This is, like a true, <laughs> this is a true story. But my mom, she was a teacher. My dad worked construction on the island of Guam. And we were dropped off by the bus at the end of this alley. And we had to walk probably two and a half football fields to our condo. And it was just, it it was scary looking. And there were all these little boonie dogs that had one eye that would hobble, that were injured because they were street dogs, Okay looking for food.
0: And they they got injured by fighting with other dogs for food, you think?
1: Probably. And so my my mom just gave us an umbrella and she goes, "Use the sharp part while you walk home in case any of these dogs." So here I am protecting my sister. I'm I'm almost 8. My sister's 4 or 5, kindergarten.
0: A dog could hit her.
1: Yeah, get back. Get back. And we we only had to use it twice just but to like scare it. Jeez. One time it it opened that you know, didn't do much good there. It was like poof and open and but I mean it was to think back that was a dangerous walk home from our school bus. We could have been eaten.
0: By a boony dog.
1: By a boony dog.
0: Mine was self inflicted. So um, you've never seen Back to the Future, have you? I have. Okay, so you know, in the beginning, right in the very beginning, Marty McFly goes to Doc's place and then he's gotta get to school. And he hitches a ride on like the back of a Jeep or whatever. I got into habit. My parents lived exactly .9 miles away from school. Uh So I could not ride the bus. So I'd skateboard to school all the time. And I got in the habit. I'd get to a stop sign and I would grab onto the back of a car or truck. It looks Easy. But when you're hitting 20 to 30 miles an hour in town in a town that doesn't have great streets, yeah. super dangerous. More than once, I had to jump off onto a grass boulevard and roll and then go back and get my skateboard. Which
1: car would you hitch onto? Anybody? Anybody. And nobody had a problem with Almost it? Almost
0: everybody where I grew up drove a pickup truck. So it was easy. It was eye level. You just hang onto the tailgate. Yeah. But the other thing they don't teach you or that she didn't. I didn't teach myself, I guess, was that slowing down with them is hard. You want to go underneath the truck. Yeah, yeah. It was really, really hard. And I, I bet I did this for a couple of weeks, and I thought I was getting good at it. And then on the way to school, the secretary that ran our junior high, her name was Susie, saw me do it one time. Oh, no. And called my mom at work. And she's like, you know, he's uh, hitching the ride on back of trucks with his skateboard. And then my mom... She was very good at this. She thought, well, if we really want to crush his spirit, let me call his dad at work. (laughs) So she'd call my dad at work. And then when I came home after football practice or baseball practice, my dad, he just goes, where's your skateboard? I go, it's in the garage. He goes, that's where it stays. And I just knew immediately that's exactly I can't what believe it was. Susie tattled, tattled. On you well, she, that. Well, she I thought she thought I was going to get hurt. Oh, I mean, there was you're thirty miles an hour. If you if that skateboard comes out from under your feet, now you're being drugged behind a truck at thirty miles an hour through well, the same street. Well, let go. you know? <laughs> yes. you know how fast thirty miles an hour is when you're on foot or hanging off the back of something? Well, I wouldn't do something dumb like that. So uh, it's not a polar bear, but it was like that. So I thought we'd have like two minutes right now to turn stories over to you. Was it a dangerous walk, ride, flight to school?
1: So when I walk on the treadmill, I watch a full episode of Dr. Phil, and it is just full. It's just, He's a wealth of knowledge, you know. <laughs> he knows what he's talking about. He puts verbs in his sentences so you can understand that no matter how you flip a pancake, it's flat on both
2: sides.
1: (laughs) You know, sometimes you're like, wow, that actually kind of makes sense. But he had on this family who this mom just hates. The husband who's 17 years older than her daughter and he yells at her and treats her poorly. So she's trying to get her daughter out of that relationship. And then the daughter finds out she's pregnant with baby number two. This mom's worst nightmare. She does not want her to have any more kids with this guy. And so the daughter sets up a camera in the corner. Nobody knows they're being recorded and the family piles into the kitchen and they do one of those cute little like riddles and then the mom's like oh my god you're having another one and then they're just like why not with this guy. Please tell me it's with somebody else. It was the worst reaction to a pregnancy announcement. Their case I think was particular. You know like not everybody is in a position like that. Melody had texted in during that break. My family wasn't as excited as we were when we announced our fifth. My mom got up and walked out. Yeah, we were living (laughs) at their house at the time, but we were planning on moving out any day. Okay.
0: I know you want to be supportive and I know you want to do the right thing, but sometimes it just doesn't present itself that way if you're a parent.
1: So my friend Stephanie, I remember, we were we were younger, I think. She had she had had her first kid when we had just graduated high school, okay? And then she had been with the father of that child. So then they got pregnant again when we were 22 and I was there for that announcement and her mom rolled her eyes and I felt so bad. Stephanie started crying and I just think you can't fake it.
0: It's like. So even if it's unplanned, you've run the gamut of emotions. You went, oh, God. All right. Okay. So you decide we're keeping this thing. Yeah. I got to break it to my family. But I have to seem like I'm really happy to be having this baby, even if it wasn't something that we had a plan for, because if I don't get their support. So you're I mean, you're so bottled up with emotions. And then the people you love the most just go you're serious I you're gonna know. have another baby with this guy I
1: think the the only case that I can think of that it might be normal to react in a disappointed way is if you're supporting these people you know like if you are the person that's putting food burden. in their mouths and you have a uh, a roof over their head and they're still doing it in your house and making more mouths to feed then I could see that your reaction
0: would you be you know justified. who this happens to is the dad who's just about a year away from retirement. Yeah. And then he realizes he's going to have to work till he's 75 now because you're having another oh, baby in his house.
1: I'm too old to raise babies. So did you ever announce a pregnancy and didn't quite get the reaction you were hoping for? You can let us know. Most
0: people are nice about it, but I can guarantee we've got a couple of listeners that when they went to tell their parents or their yeah. in-laws, hey, even worse, what if you're a pregnant woman? I and know. And you go and you tell the in-laws and they're like... I can't believe you're still with it. Like told they told you not to breed with her again, their baby boy, yeah. because he knocked you up. So this is a good opportunity to take calls if this happened to you. And by the way, I can keep you anonymous, too. We definitely don't have to use your name. But you were in a situation where you made your pregnancy announcement and it didn't really go over very well. That was talking about uh, this. is Dr. Phil, right?
1: Dr. Phil. Yeah, he had on a family that they were trying to repair their relationship and the mom hated the husband of her daughter and her daughter was 17 years younger than this guy he had a podcast and he, he said some pretty terrible things they played back some of the snippets and they were like this guy's kind of an idiot and um and then they set up this camera to announce to the whole family they're having a second child together which is not what the mom wanted and so the reaction Nobody was less was than happy. I, Ideal, Yeah, which is the worst. You're excited. You're excited as a mom to be to bring this baby into the world. You want everyone else to be as excited. Megan texted, announcement from our firstborn, of our firstborn, wasn't taken with the most love. We were 20. We were young. We wanted this child. About seven months into my pregnancy, my now husband proposed to me. We went to announce the proposal. My mother-in-law's reaction was absolutely appalling. Um, She said that there were about a thousand other people in the world that he should have asked before. (laughs) For me, (laughs) Ah. now cut to uh, 15 years later, we have a lovely relationship. Moral of the story is apparently I can produce your grandchild, but being a part of your family, well, that takes about 15 years of warming up. I would hold on to that. I would. You would? I would hold on to that. Yes, if somebody says there are a thousand other women out there that I would rather have you be with, son, than this woman, I think I'd get a bit salty.
0: On the tip of pregnancy announcements, not really going the way you wanted to, Kayla had texted in. It wasn't our parents but it was uh, my brother and sister-in-law. They were less than thrilled as my sister-in-law had a, had a hysterectomy about a month prior to us telling them that we are expecting. She was obviously mad that she couldn't have a baby.
1: Um. Okay, so this hits close to home because I have a cousin that was unable to have a child. She was lucky enough to be able to adopt this little boy, but she had a really hard time.
0: Being happy for other people. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. So like
1: any baby shower that we had, she would either not come or she would leave in tears. And I have never been in that spot. I got pregnant right away. I can't relate to that. It's easy
0: to judge that, but it's hard to understand. I
1: never judged her, but I did think that, you know, there could have been a different way of, of handling it. I mean, our family members were having babies. You should, you know, just either completely stay away. Don't bring that I'm sure attitude, She wanted to try know? and be
0: supportive. Shauna texted yeah. in. My dad told me to have an abortion with my first child. Wow. He didn't. She's a twelve-year-old beautiful girl. All right. The Shawna- so Playhouse Podcast is made possible thanks to Brad Sean, Brian Law Offices. Catch the live show weekdays from 530 to 9 on 1047-KCLD. Now, share this with a friend.